You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views Podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine, and we're coming to you on Friday, a day, two days before your New York Giants face the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. The Giants will uh, oddly, of course, be the visiting team on Sunday in, in a game between two very much struggling franchises and here to help us break down uh, what we're going to see and talk about the New York Jets a little bit is McGregor Wells, deputy mm. manager for SB Nation's Gangrene Nation. McGregor, thank you very much for taking a few minutes today. Oh, uh, it's always my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. So, you know, we have two teams here. You know, neither neither team obviously is having the uh, this season that that they wanted to have that they pictured that they thought they might have you know your jets are 1 and 7 coming off a an unimaginable i guess loss to to Miami at this point you know Miami which is trying to lose these days could you have imagined the season turning out at this point turning out this badly for the jets when the season started, no, I, I, this is a big surprise. Um, and, um, I mean, there were always many skeptics of Adam Gaze as a head coach and what he was going to bring to the team, but I don't think anybody expected it to be this bad. And, you know, I, obviously it all started with the, you know, with the Sam Darnold, you know, with the mono and, and, and all of that. But you, since you mentioned Adam Gase, I think we have to talk about Gase. In your mind, you know, just knowing what you know at this point, is there any way that Adam Gase gets a second season as Jets head coach? Yes. Um, if it was me making the decision, the answer would be no. But I'm not making the decision, and the Johnsons have been um, rather patient with their coaches over the years. Um, And I don't know that they want to fire their head coach a year after they brought him in and basically gave him carte blanche with the franchise. I mean, once they brought him in, he eventually undermined the old GM, Mike McCagden, and then brought in essentially his own GM and and, and Joe Douglas um, and, uh, you know, handed over the keys to the franchise to this man. And I, I don't know if they want to undo that decision this quickly, although I, I certainly would if it was my choice. It just seems like it just seems like such a such an overreach by the Jets to give Adam Gase so much power, considering that, 
He was head coach in Miami, but he really didn't do anything in Miami. I mean, the, the question is, what on earth did they see in Adam Gase to to give him this kind of power? I mean, basically to, to hire his own GM, you know, a guy who now has to, I guess, you know, if they were to move on, a guy who has to turn around and fire him. Yeah, I, I, the thing is with the Jets, um, technically the um, Joe Douglas doesn't have the power to fire Adam Gase or, or vice versa. Every, both of them report to the owner, um, uh, but Joe Douglas certainly at this point has a better hand to play than Adam Gase. Um, Joe Douglas has a six-year contract. He's not going anywhere. So uh, <clears throat> Adam Gase could be fired, but it won't be by Joe Douglas. Um, and uh, what 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 made the Jets ever decide they would do something like this in the first place and give Adam Gase the keys to the kingdom is, is somewhat of a mystery. I mean, yeah, I guess he must have had a good interview. And then he had this whole thing where Peyton Manning vouched for him. Um, it gave a call to, uh, to Chris Johnson and said, look, you need to hire this guy. This guy's great. And I think Chris Johnson may have been a little starstruck at Peyton Manning calling him, um, and taking, give him the good word for Adam Gase, and I think that may have been the tipping point. But I, I, based on Adam Gase's track record, it's hard to imagine why anyone would give him the power that they gave this man. All right, McGregor, let's, you know, the Giants have their own coaching issues at this point with, with Pat Shermer. So let's let's actually, you know, kind of get off the uh, the head coaching carousel here for just a minute. Let's talk about Sam Darnold. I need to, to say this. When, when the 2018 draft came around, the Giants had the second overall pick. I was a guy who was more or less banging the table for Sam Darnold. I thought the Giants at that point were in, a, were in the right position to go quarterback. I thought Darnold was, was the guy in that draft class. Obviously, the Giants went to Saquon Barkley and... And no one's ever going to question, you know, the greatness of Barkley. You know how wonderful of a player he is. The Giants have got their guy now, or the you know the guy they hope is going to be their guy in Daniel Jones. Where are you guys at this point on Sam Darnold? You know, he obviously he had the the quote unquote ghosts game against New England, which was not a good look for him, and you know is always kind of going to follow him around. But where are you on his development and what you think he can be, you know, for the Jets going forward? I think most Jets fans are are having trouble, you know, parsing how much of his struggles are his own problems and how much are the head coach's problems and how much are the, the lack of talent around him. I mean, the Jets have been the Jets are not a deep team and they had some decent talent on the front line, but as soon as people started going down, they were reduced to really poor talent surrounding Sam Darnold and everyone, even the guys who have some talent are having the worst years of the career this year. He just hasn't had any support. The offensive line is probably the worst offensive line in, in the league. And in my experience, having watched put for many years, it's the worst offensive line I've ever seen. Um, and it's just hard to, really truly evaluate how much of Darnold's struggles are his when he's just he's not getting any support from any level on the offense um that being said um he does make some questionable decisions that 
you know, have to have to be corrected. No matter how poor your protection is, you have to know when to eat the ball, when to throw it away. Uh, and right now, he just doesn't do that. He gets under pressure and he just chucks the ball up, and that, you know, that has to be corrected, regardless of how bad the talent around you is. Yeah, the uh, I happened to see the uh, I was happened to be watching the game when he made the uh, the really 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 awful interception at the goal line in in the Miami game and, and you know, t- that as as talented as as he is you know that that's a play that your your local you know high school JV quarterback makes that's right those kinds of decisions are the kind of decisions that are plaguing him right now and no matter how bad the talent around him and no matter how little time he has to throw he has to understand you can't make those kinds of decisions throw the ball away take the sack do not have an interception at the goal line especially as bad as that was okay there may be times when you're trying to fit it into a tight window and a guy in the defense makes a play that's fine but that wasn't that the case there that was just a horrific decision he made all right so let me ask you about you basically the the former jet and a new member of the new york giants leonard williams he's a guy that I think Giants fans were by and large surprised to see Dave Gettleman make a move to add talent, you know, at the trade deadline. They were two and six at the time. You know, they gave up a third round pick and a and a conditional fifth, which is gonna become a fourth if and when the Giants sign, you know, Williams to to an extension or a new contract. In your mind, what what are the Giants getting here? Well, I mean, Leonard Williams has been a, a player that's um, always sort of been a, a bit of a disappointment because he was drafted so high uh, at number six that year. And he was drafted when he was drafted. Uh, many people thought he was the best player out of that draft. And, um, you know, he's just never really – he was a Pro Bowl, uh, made one Pro Bowl, but he's never really reached the, the heights that people thought he would. So the Jets fans are somewhat disappointed. He never really brushed the passer as well as people had hoped. He puts pressure on the quarterback, but rarely gets sacks. But, he, you know, Leonard Williams is a very good player. He's just not a great player. And that number six Jets fans were hoping he would be a great player, and he's just not that. But he is a very, very solid player, um, very good run stuffer. Um, he, he does put pressure on the quarterback. He just doesn't get sacks. Um you got a good player. I, I was honestly the same as you. I was I was surprised that the the team that would trade for him would be the Giants because you know Leonard Williams is going to be a very expensive player for you. It's not going to be the case where you get picking up a cheap rookie contract and you're re- rebuilding along those lines. You're you're getting a very expensive player next year if you resign him. Um, so I I was surprised it would be the Giants that got him. But that being said, you know for a third round pick, you you got a good player. The way I look at it. You know, he probably is a better player than a third-round pick. He probably is a better player than a fourth-round pick. Yeah, but you're in that sort of Jadavian Clowney situation where it's going to be a really bad look for the Giants if they don't re-sign him, and I'm sure that Leonard Williams and his agent know that, and they're going to hold the Giants' feet to the fire and get every last penny out of the Giants, and, and I don't blame them. I just hope he winds up being a player that's worth it. Yeah, the, the one thing I would say, though, is that if he doesn't uh, re-sign w- with the Giants, um, I don't know what the Giants' cap situation is, so I'm not sure if this will work. But if the, if you're not going to be signing a lot, of, a lot of other expensive free agents next year and, he, and Leonard William walks, 
then you will be getting probably a, a you know a round three sandwich pick with for for com- compensatory pick purposes. Um, so it may be that at the end of the day you don't really give up much if you let him walk. But I don't know what your situation is. If you're going to sign a lot of free agents, then that won't work. Well, you know, we'll have to see. I know the Giants have some some cap money that that will be available. Now, McGregor, let's do this. Let me take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. We'll come back. We'll talk more about uh, Jets-Giants. We'll talk a little bit uh, more specifically about Sunday. Sure. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Giants fans, Ed Valentine here on the Valentine's Views podcast, talking with McGregor Wells of SB Nation's Gangrene Nation about Sunday's Jets-Giants game at MetLife Stadium. McGregor, let's let's talk a little bit, you know, specifically about the game itself. Obviously, you know, not... uh, you know, not much on the line here in terms of, uh, you know, both teams are bad. A win isn't going to make either team really good. Um, but when you when you look at the Jets, do you guys still have some optimism for the second half of the season? You know, do you, do you feel like you should be better, could be better, you know, and, and maybe a win could help you guys, you know, could help the Jets, you know, at, at least end the season sort of feeling a little bit better? I think there are, there are always, when you get to this point in the season where you're out of the playoffs, I think there's always two camps. One that says, why not just lose the rest of your games and get the first pick in the draft? And the other saying, we don't want to ever lose. Uh, it's better to you know finish strong um, and, and, and you know establish a winning tradition for next year. Um, and I think with this team, there are, you know, rel- look, the bottom line is the Jets have the easiest schedule in the NFL based on you know the records of all the teams remaining. Um, in the NFL for the, for the remainder of the season. So you would think that even though the Jets are obviously everyone else's easy game on their schedule, that amongst these many you know, relatively not-so-good teams, that somewhere along the line you could pick up a few wins. Um, but you know, th- I, I don't have any hope that this is going to be a, a big turnaround that suddenly you rip off a five-game winning streak or anything like that. I think they may win a game or two from here and maybe finish up three or four wins if, if, they're, you know, if they turn around th- things around a little bit. But yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't have much hope. The, the Jets have also been devastated by injuries, and I just think this coach is, is, is in over his head. And I think the quarterback is struggling too much to really get, count on him for doing much. So we'll put those three things together, and I just don't see much hope for the Jets this year. All right. Now, I hope you're not going to be offended by this one, but 
And the Giants are, are, you know, as far as I know, they opened as a two-point favorite. I think they're still a couple-point favorite on Sunday. There there seems to be this this feeling, you know, in, in Giants land. They're two and seven, lost five straight games. A couple of those games, to be honest, they probably were in position to win. And coaching decisions, turnovers, mistakes, whatever, you know, what have you, they didn't win those games. There, there seems to be this feeling among a lot of you know, Giants fans and Giants writers that you come into Sunday and you just can't lose to the New York Jets. They're bad. They're the Jets. You just can't lose to the Jets. That that would be, you know, sort of the end of the world for the Giants. From from the Jets fan perspective, how do you guys look at at the outcome on Sunday? Well, that was how we felt actually last week against the Dolphins, who you know were winless until they beat the Jets. And and any team from here on forward until the Jets prove otherwise should look at it this way against the Jets. I mean, it, we are the weak link against any team. There's a good there's a good argument to me. The Jets are the worst team in the NFL right now. Now I know the Cincinnati Bengals are still winless, but I'm not so sure they're not worse. They're not better than the Jets. So, so yeah, I, th- I think especially since it's you know a, a New York versus New York thing, uh, it would be uh, any any fan would be like, yeah, that's the one team we cannot lose to this year is the New York Jets. And I perfectly understand that. I mean, the Jets look at this also as a, a, a team that the Jets may be able to get a win against because the Giants also are obviously struggling. But from a Giants standpoint, yeah, I think you got to go and say this is the one team we cannot lose to. So so I got to ask you on, on, a, on a lighthearted note, are you are you rooting to see a cat on Sunday or not? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, the, the Kevin Harlan call of that was just incredible. I, I want to hear that call again. I want If we can get that on Sunday, heck yeah, I want to see that. That'll, be, that'll inject some levity into the situation. It was just a kind of a not a very uh, fun situation for, for the defense of either team so far. So that'll be fun. Oh, that was the uh, the, the Harlan call was was the best part of the whole deal. It was brilliant. It was really great. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if we see another cat on on Sunday. Be, uh, before I let you go, I forgot to ask you earlier, so I need to ask you now. The what is going on with the Jets and Jamal Adams? I mean, let me let me put it this way: if you guys don't want Jamal Adams, the Giants really, really, really could use a free safety because they're sort of playing with with ten and a half defenders right now with, with Antoine Bethea on the field. So you know, if if you guys don't want him, you know, you can glad we'll, we'll gladly you know let you just ship him to the other locker room. Yeah, I mean, he's he would be a little bit out of place as a free safety. He really plays more in the box and is more of a pass rusher. Um, but he, you know, look, this this guy can do that too. If you want to put him in free safety, he can do it. He's that good, but. Um, Jamal Adams is seems to be somewhat disenchanted with the Jets, and why wouldn't you be? I mean, the Jets have won something four games, five games, one game in the last three years. It's um, guy comes from a very successful background, and he's won at every level. And he comes to the Jets, and he thinks he's going to win again. And, you know, he they don't win at all. They're, they're the worst team in the league. I mean, at some point, you know, it gets to people, and I think he's disenchanted with the franchise. And I think he's like, you know, you. You guys got to do a better job with coaching. You got to do a better job getting talent searches around me. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a 
Pro Bowl player here and you're not giving him any help. And I think there's a there's a reasonable chance that the Jets will trade him in the offseason because they realize they're not going to be able to keep him. Right now, both sides are saying that's not going to happen. Both sides are saying, no, we're, you know, we, we want to stay together. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how how sincere that is. But, um, yeah, Jamal Adams is an excellent player, but I think there's a good chance this divorce happens over the offseason for some draft picks, with the Jets, which the Jets desperately need. All right, McGregor, last question for you. And, I mean, if you talk about bragging rights, no matter who wins on Sunday, there's not a whole lot to brag about at this point. But but which fan base comes out of Sunday or, or which team comes out of Sunday's game, you know, w- with, uh, with whatever bragging rights there might be. I, I can't ever pick the jets right now. The jets are, <laughs> the jets are just, I really think the jets may be the worst team in the NFL and it, it doesn't, doesn't please me to say that, but yeah, I would pick the giants. Um, you know, but how much can you really brag that you beat the Jets? <laughs> so the, the rights aren't worth a whole lot right now. <laughs> oh, you know, we do we do staff picks every week at, at Big Blue View, and, and you have no idea how many times I've gone to make my pick and written a sentence something like, I'm sorry, I simply cannot pick the New York Giants to win. <laughs> you know, It's a rough time for New York sports, I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we, we got that. We got the Knicks, you know, yep. God mm-hmm. knows, God knows what else. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and, and I mean, the, the, the Mets are, the Mets are a mess, you know, yep. you know, and, and I, I'm a Yankee fan, so I can't feel too bad about the Yankees, but, but still, Yankees you know, carry everybody else's water for yeah, <laughs> but Yeah, but yeah, but still you've got, what is it? Like the first ever ten year stretch in the franchise's history where they haven't won a super or they haven't won a World Series. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean I mean, come on. You know Nobody's nobody's winning championships in New York for a long time now. <laughs> that, that, that that canyon of heroes is, is a is a lonely place these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we know that uh, that the Jets and Giants won't be having any parades real soon, but we'll hope for a good game on Sunday. McGregor, thank you very much for joining us. Giants fans, please remember to subscribe on all of your favorite podcast applications. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.